Today is June the 28th. What was God's plan in the Old Testament? Let's find out together as we review the first five books of the Bible, known as the Torah. Before we go on to the book of Joshua, I thought it would be worthwhile to not really have a reading today, but to look back over the first five books of the Bible and get a grasp of what it is that God is communicating to Israel. In other words, what is God's plan in the Old Testament? Now we see in Genesis chapters 1 and 2, man living in a perfect world. In that world, he was told to rule and to fill. By ruling, God meant care for the land. You've been given a small parcel of land, a garden. Uh, Take care of the garden. Uh, Cultivate it. Enjoy its fruit. Care for it. Rule it. And then spread what you've created here in the garden over the rest of the world. Fill the earth with the goodness of God's bounty. Chapter 3 of Genesis comes, man sins, and immediately, instead of ruling, instead of caring and cultivating, man exploits. He begins to uh, take everything he can get from the land. He depletes the land. We live today in a world affected by global warming, uh, affected by weeds, a world in which we exploit the land. We take everything we can get. And instead of filling the earth with the perfect image of Eden, we have chosen to lust. We've chosen to hoard. Frequently, man stops expanding and tries to gather together. Genesis 1 through 3 are crucial in our understanding of God's plan for the world. God wants the world to be an Eden for us, but we mess that up. We mess that up when Adam and Eve sinned, and we mess it up today by perpetuating that sin. Even today, instead of ruling, instead of caring and cultivating, we exploit. We exploit each other. We exploit Uh, the land, and instead of filling the earth, instead of expanding what God wants into the rest of the earth, we seek to hoard, we seek to gather in. We're always on the lookout for more. Beginning in chapter 4, God begins to create covenants with man. Covenants in which, like Adam and Eve, he said, You have an incredible amount of freedom, but I do ask you to obey these laws, these commandments. Now, the commandments that he asks us to obey are actually good for us. They result in ruling over the land, caring for and cultivating the land, caring for and cultivating each other. And just like Adam and Eve, we choose to exploit and hoard. We choose to take everything that we can get, and we choose to keep it 
for ourselves. From the book of Exodus through the book of Deuteronomy, God singles down on one people, the children of Abraham. And to those children, he makes a special covenant. He makes a covenant in which he gives them very clear instructions. And he gives them a way to sacrifice for forgiveness of sin. However, he's very clear to say that intentional sin does not have a sacrifice. You cannot make an animal sacrifice and be forgiven of a sin that you intended to commit. Is man then lost? Because we all sin intentionally. No. Instead, salvation, even in the Old Testament, comes exclusively by God's grace. There is no animal sacrifice that would atone for an intentional sin. Rather, God simply forgives us if we choose to follow him. Now, throughout these first five books, God gives us a promise. As early as the first sin, he says to the woman, I'll cause, uh, he says actually to the serpent, I'll cause hostility between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring. That offspring will strike your head. Others say will crush your head. And you will strike his heel. God promises the coming of one who will make a difference. Even with Abraham, chapter 12, verse 3. I'll bless those who bless you. Curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. Now, traditional interpretation says they are to be blessed through Abraham. Abraham's offspring will bring blessing to the entire world. And then later in Deuteronomy chapter 18, and we're just selecting some of the main points. This is actually a very common theme. Deuteronomy chapter 18, Moses continued, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. This person in chapter 18 will speak in the name of God, and you must listen to him or die. Moses predicts the coming of the Messiah, a prophet like himself. God gives a promise in the first five books of the Bible, a promise of Jesus. We see that fulfilled completely in the New Testament. But in the rest of the Old Testament, the story goes on. Next week, we'll begin looking at the rest of the story. 
Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, is it worth it all?